Hi guys, it's Claire. Just a quick um, little note before the episode starts. Um, we did unfortunately have some background noise um, in some parts of this episode. Unfortunately, it couldn't really be helped. Um, someone just started gardening um, on Leah's ends. <laughs> so uh, just want to, like I said, just give you a quick uh, heads up. There is some background noise. Um, it doesn't really take away from the podcast episode, um, we don't think, but just wanted to give you a quick pre-warning. Uh, thanks guys. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. of the world everyone loves puppies <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones to do as well it looks it looks really good yeah so uh, this week Lee and I are going to be sharing with you some fun and interesting facts about puppies and to begin with the word puppy has French roots and I had absolutely no idea that this was going to be a thing but apparently it is um, and it's really actually very interesting so etymologists um, think the term puppy came from the from poupée poupée the <laughs> French word meaning doll or toy. The word puppy doesn't appear to have entered the English lang- language until late 16th century. Before that, English speakers called baby dogs whelps, which I've heard of that word before, like in books, but I absolutely yeah. never heard that that's what people call baby dogs. Like uh, it's always been like an insult, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, William Shakespeare's um, King John, believed to be written in the 1590s, is one of the earliest known works to use uh, the term puppy dog, which is just adorable. <laughs> I never knew that either. That's pretty cool, cool and interesting fact, isn't it? That it's sort of got like, them French roots. Yeah. I've never thought about it before. Like, it's a bit of a weird word, like puppy. Like, where did that come from? It's not like it's got any um, sort of similarities to the word dog. So it is a bit of a bizarre one, but yeah, very cool. Because, like, kitten sounds a bit like, well, it's, you can sort of see kitten and cat being very similar sort of words. Yeah. Puppy is, like, not even, like, close. <laughs> No, literally not at all. Okay, then the next one is that puppies actually evolved to blind and deaf at birth. Now, uh, puppies are functionally blind and deaf at birth. Um, on day one, their eyes are firmly shut and their ear canals closed. But why? So in brief, it's part of an evolutionary trade-off. Uh, now, since pregnancy can hurt a carnivore's ability to chase down food, dogs have evolved to have a short gestation period. So brief pregnancies meant that uh, canine mothers obviously wouldn't need to take prolonged breaks from hunting. However, because dog embryos spend such a short amount of time in the womb, obviously their pregnancies only around two months or so, uh, puppies aren't actually fully developed when they're born. Um, And obviously that means that neither are their eyes and ears. I think I've heard this before and I think it's similar to like human pregnancies as well, like human babies they know their eyes don't fully develop and fully open for a few days did they so i guess it's similar yeah. as well yeah, i think the human babies like you, they don't have like a very a large range of vision and um, for a while i'm not actually 100 sure like specifics because i've never had one but um yeah i think they, they can have they're very very limited um sort of visual but so yeah it's quite it's quite similar yeah 
Okay, the next is that puppies have baby teeth too. Now, if you've had a puppy, I'm sure you're, you're very, very aware of this, but like many newborn mammals, puppies are born completely toothless. At two to four weeks of age, a puppy's 28 baby teeth will start to come in. Uh, and at around 12 to 16 weeks old, these baby teeth fall out. And by the time pups are six months old, they should be, they should be sporting a set of 42 adult teeth. Like that doesn't actually, they don't have the baby teeth for very long, do they? So two to four weeks. And then 12 to 16, like that's not actually very long that they have those. Like it's much, much longer than, than like human people, human babies have baby teeth, isn't it? Yeah, literally. Well, poppy's teeth are so, have you ever been like playfully bitten by a puppy and it feels like their, their teeth are like so much sharper than yeah. like a dog's teeth. It's like little razor sharp teeth. <laughs> yeah. and because they're just like so playful they don't really understand that it hurts whereas like an old dog will understand but bless them I mean you can't really shout at them can you as well because they're just so adorable and they're just babies aren't they bless them <laughs> yeah, I know. now the next one is quite an obvious one and that is that puppies take a lot of naps now puppies uh, after my own heart I think like children puppies need a lot of sleep now this is up to 15 to 20 hours um, of it a day which is actually mad um, the American Kennel Club strongly advises dog owners to resist the urge to disturb napping puppies because sleep is obviously critical for a young canine's developing brain muscles and immune system now puppy owners should also um, establish a designated sleeping space um, on their pup's behalf so they can snooze undisturbed now I think this is a great one as well because it's again similar to babies that's when they're going to get the the body's going to um, help them develop. And so puppies yeah. will need a lot of sleep. And I think I've seen it before where, um, you know, like when you see videos of people sharing the the dogs that have just had all these puppies and they're literally sleeping for the, the majority, probably three quarters of the day, uh, they just yeah. spend sleeping in the other quarter, they just spent either feeding or uh, playing or whatever like that. But yeah, it is, it is pretty mad. But a sleeping puppy is just so cute as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, know, you do have to resist the urge to, uh, <laughs> to to like pick them up and cuddle them. But I think that's the same. Yeah, let's end like with actual human babies as well. Like, you've got to let them sleep because they've got lots and lots of growing to do. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the next one is certain dog breeds are usually born by C-section. Now, purebred dogs can exhibit some extreme bo uh, bodily proportions, which doesn't always make for easy births. Uh, breeds with atypically large heads um, are more likely to be born by C-section than those with smaller skulls. Um, a 2010 survey of 22,000 individual dog litters in the UK found that terriers, bulldogs and French bulldogs had cesarean births more than 80% of the time. The other breeds uh, with the highest rates of C-section were Scottish Terriers, Miniature Bull Terriers, um, Dandy Dinmont Terriers, which I've never heard of before. <laughs> Dandy Dinmont. Oh, interesting. Uh, Mastiffs, German wirehead pointers, clumber, spaniels, and um, Pekingesees, according to said study. And I think, I mean, that is a fact. It's quite a disturbing fact, I have to say. <laughs> I've never really thought about a dog needing a C-section. I just, it never really crossed my mind. But I guess it would make sense if the skull is, if the skulls are too big. But obviously, then you look back at sort of when the breed was first around, and before C-sections were even a thing what happened then in them in them situations yeah that's, yeah that's sort of, sort of an option yeah it's really really bizarre like yeah it's sort of a the fact sort of goes against sort of like, like pure breed like pure breeding because it's like if they can't be born properly then it's probably not a good idea yeah, yeah that's true that's true 
Now, the next one is that some dog breeds actually have bigger litters than others. Now, as a general rule, smaller breeds um, tend to have smaller litters, while bigger dogs give birth to more puppies, which kind of does make sense that a small dog will only be able to carry a small amount of litter, whereas a big dog can obviously carry a little bit more. Uh, the biggest litter on record was born to a uh, Neapolitan Mastiff that gave birth uh, by a cesarean section to a batch of 24 puppies in Cambridge wow. um, in 2004. That is insane, 24 puppies. Oh Imagine that how, because it would have just been like overrun with puppies. That is actually insane. That's crazy, I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, in rare cases, very small dogs do give birth to relatively large litters. Um, in 2011, a chihuahua lived in Carlisle, um, obviously in England, gave birth to a whopping 10 puppies, twice as many as expected, each weighing less than 2.5 ounces. Can you imagine as well a chihuahua giving birth to 10 puppies? Like, I, my brain just can't cope with that. That is absolutely mad. Yeah, that's like, like how, how, where do they go? <laughs> the chihuahuas are so small. Yeah, how, how do we fit in there? I don't understand. That's really crazy. Gosh, I'm going to have to like give that at some point and like, like reading, reading style a little bit more because that is just wild. <laughs> yeah, but imagine giving birth to 24 puppies, like the people that own that dog, literally you'd have to do like, um, like shifts, you know, to let them be fed by the, by the mom. You'd have to like be in control of that rather than normally you can just sort of let the mom control it a little bit. But my gosh, yeah. mad. The next fact is some puppies are born green of all things. Sometimes a puppy in a light colour litter can be born green. Uh, on two different occasions, in 2017, in fact, uh, British dogs made the news for giving birth to green-tinted puppies. In January, a two-year-old chocolate lab in Lancashire, so that's here, way, yeah. um, a litter that included a mossy green pup. Her owners named her Fifi, after Fiona, the green-skinned ogre from Shrek. <laughs> so cute, oh my gosh. Uh, just a few months later, a golden retriever in the Scottish Highlands also gave birth to a puppy with a green coat, a male named Forrest. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. What a sweet How did the puppies end up sharing a shade with Kermit? Well, in rare cases, the fur of a light-haired um, puppy can get stayed, stained by biliverdin, a green pigment found in dogs' placentas. It's not permanent, though, and the green hue gradually disappears over the course of a few weeks. Oh, I'd love to have a green dog. It'd be so cool. Oh. I know. Imagine them being like, why have you called the dog like Fifi? And they'd be like, oh, well, when he was born, it was green. I think that's such a cool, <laughs> a cool story to be able to tell. I'd love to see that, like see it in person, a green tinted dog. I thought that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really crazy. Like, mm -hmm. I used to have green hair, so I'd have matched. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? You used to walking down the street with your green hair matching. That'd be so cute. <laughs> now, the next one is that puppies don't find your yawns contagious. Now, even there's a picture of the dog yawning, it's making me want to yawn. That's how, <laughs> I, I think I'm probably just overtired as well, to be fair. Um, I've noticed that when someone yawns, other people may follow suit. Now, contagious yawning, thought to be a sign of empathy, affects humans, baboons, chimps, and yes, dogs. Uh, but a research published in Animal uh, Cognition suggests that young canines aren't susceptible to catching yawns from birth. In the 2012 study, Swedish researchers took a group of 35 dogs between four and 14 months old on a closely monitored play date, um, giving yawns in front of each individual animal. Dogs that were less 
than seven months old didn't really react, yet many of the older dogs would respond with a yawn of their own. I might have to test this with Milo and see if he yawns. Yeah. yeah. You should do it. Anyone watching as well, do it in front of your dog. Maybe yawn at them and see if they if they yawn back. Just saying yawn. Literally, I need to, I'm trying to compose myself while saying the other. Um, this pattern mirrors what happens with humans. Uh, children don't pick up the habit of contagious yawning until around the age of four, uh, when they start to develop social skills like empathy. Um, these results suggest that dogs too may develop empathy over the course of, of their puppyhood. So um, it's quite interesting. Obviously, Milo's older than seven months old, so hopefully he reacts and it shows that he has that empathy side of him but if he doesn't I felt like we're going to need to get the empathy up up yeah my um that's really interesting though about you know like I really need to yawn but <laughs> it's just because you talk about yawning that is yeah. really yeah I often I did wonder like because of the empathy thing I did wonder whether animals and I, I know that cats probably are very unlikely because cats are just very unempathetic animals but dogs hmm, interesting Okay, the next one is puppies like baby talk more than their parents do. Uh, like humans, puppies seem to grow out of uh, grow out of baby talk. Um, as part of a 2017, 2017 study, 30 women were asked to look at assorted photographs of people and dogs and utter um, this pre-written line, which is, hello, cutie. He's a good boy. Come here. Good boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet. Um, to the surprise of no one, the human test subjects spoke in a higher register while looking at dog pictures especially puppy photos. Afterwards, the researchers played the recordings um, for 10 adult pooches and 10 puppies. Almost all the pups uh, started barking and running towards the speaker when they heard the baby talk recordings. In contrast, the grown-up dogs pretty much ignored the recordings altogether. Like, who thinks about doing that, that, that research? That is so random. <laughs> it's so random, but I find that really interesting as well. Yeah. The fact that dogs are able to understand like the pit well I guess they do understand the pitch of of your voice mm. um but the fact that they're able to pick up on like baby baby talk and stuff like that to be fair my friend um has got a a toy poodle and even now to this day she because I think he's quite a small dog I mean I, I still talk in like a dog voice to her <laughs> but um she'll go like over the top with him because he's like quite a small dog and oh. he loves to be pampered and like babied and that sort of thing and he loves it he goes crazy for when you give him like baby talk and you go over the top he's obsessed with it whereas I guess you talk normally you probably think you're telling him off or you know because he's just so used to it yeah oh uh, now the next one is that Dalmatian puppies are born without spots now I actually when I I say when I grow up but I'm definitely growing up now does anyone ever want to say that because I say it all the time <laughs> <laughs> but whenever I, I get a bit older and I actually want to get a dog, I want to get a long-haired Dalmatian. Um, I think they're absolutely gorgeous. I think I can't wait. Um, I'm going to call it Chester. I've already decided. Oh, my God. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, so beloved by firefighters, Disney fans. At Disney fans? Uh, so beloved by firefighters, Disney fans and George Washington, Dalmatians arguably have the most recognisable coat of any dog breed or at least full-grown Dalmatians do. As puppies, they're actually born white and spotless. Now, these markings usually begin to show up after four weeks or so. Um, a small subset of Dalmatian puppies are born with one or two uh, large black blotches, uh, known as patches. Yeah, so that's crazy. I love Dalmatians, though. But the fact that they're born with absolutely no spots is quite fascinating. Like, 
you wouldn't know whether they were going to have loads of spots or little spots until like, up to four weeks old. Yeah, and it must be really interesting to sort of see them develop. Like, do they like start off really faint, or do they just wake up with them one day? Like, that's really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the next one is puppies know how to manipulate you with their eyes. Now, those adorable puppy eyes aren't an inverted, inverted expression um, of canine emotion. They're a deliberate ploy to get your attention. Uh, puppies and adult dogs have learned that raising their eyebrows, which makes their eyes appear bigger and sadder, makes them magnets for human attention. According to one study from 2017, dogs are more likely to make dramatic facial expressions like puppy dog eyes when they know humans are watching, and it works. Research has shown that shelter puppies who put on such faces get, get adopted much more quickly than dogs that show other behaviours like wagging their tails. Like, that's just emotional man- manipulation, that, isn't it? <laughs> Milo's got this master to a T. He'll do it where he shows white under his eyes and he just looks so cute. Aww. And he gets his own way. That is so cute. Yeah, bless him. But I, I can totally see it. Like, I think if dogs do something and then their owners react in the way that they want them to, that's it then. They've, they're going to have to do it every single time. Yeah. That's they started it. <laughs> now, the next one is that puppies can actually have identical twins. Now, scientists uh, don't know how common identical twin puppies are because until very recently, no one was able to prove that they actually existed at all. Uh, now, in 2016, Kurt D. Cromwell, maybe, a South African veteran vet, um, noticed something unusual whilst performing a C-section on a pregnant Irish wolfhound. Normally, every puppy, obviously, will get their own placenta, yet D. Cromwell noticed that two of the seven puppies in the litter shared the same placenta, which obviously means that they are identical twins. Testing oh. later verified that the puppies were genetically identical, um, and it was the first confirmed case of identical twin puppies in the world. Now, I think that's it's important to say they confirmed because I'm mm. sure it's happened before that they've yeah. had identical twin puppies because dogs pretty much look the same in the litter anyway, but actually mad. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I mean, I, I often wonder, like, sometimes you see online people like, um, saying that like, twin cats or twin dogs, I mean, like, how do you, how do you know? Because they're all born at the same time. Because yeah. when, it, when it's humans, like two babies born at the same time are twins. Uh, I'm an identical twin. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's you can't really debate the fact that me and my sister were born at the same time from, you know, the same mum. So, but it's just interesting that you can actually have confirmed identical dogs. That's really, I really very cool. I guess they'd only really be able to find out if you have them like by a C-section. Because otherwise mm-hmm. you, won't, you won't know, will you really? But yeah, pretty cool. Uh, very, very cool. Um, in 1996, Dolly the Sheep became the first successful mammal clone. Uh, nine years later, geneticists in South Korea used the same process to, uh, process to engineer the world's first canine clone, an Afghan hound named Snoopy. Uh, while Snoopy passed away in 2015 at the respectable age of 10, his story isn't over yet. In 2017, researchers announced that four puppies that had been cloned from his stem cells. Sadly, one of the pups died a few days after his birth, but the other three survived. Uh, scientists hope that these young dogs will teach us how uh, healthy clone animals compare to their naturally conceived counterparts. Like, I would love to clone my cat, like, and have her forever. Like, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Uh, so those are some fun and interesting facts about puppies. Now, there are a few more. So there will be a blog that actually accompanies this podcast. So if you guys want to go and check out some more um, interesting and fun facts about puppies, go and check that out. It will be in the show notes. 
um, as will the links to all our social medias, uh, our email address, and all that, all that kind of thing, if you want to get in contact with us. Uh, so thanks so much for joining us this week, and Lynn and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>